Welcome to the Consultants Council podcast, a place for consulting industry guidance and best practice advisory. Whether you're working to grow in your consulting career, you're managing and developing a consulting firm, you're working with consultants, or you're just interested in business and high performance advice, we've got recommendations and education for you. I'm Kelsey Kreveling, founder and CEO of Kelsey Consulting, a firm focused on building high-performing organizations, teams, and individuals through a variety of ventures, including the Consultants Council. I've spent my career at the intersection of technology and management consulting, working with organizations across the country to help solve their toughest challenges, while also supporting the growth and development of multiple consulting firms, helping them improve their long-term performance trajectory. In addition, I serve as a startup investor and advisor, promoting the ideas of entrepreneurs as they work to gain traction in their industry. With so many people gearing up to launch their own businesses and establish their own consulting practices, I want to make available the advice and lessons I've learned along the way. This podcast is made possible by Kelsey Consulting with media support by Class Act Media. For more information, check out our site at theconsultantscouncil.com and kelsey.consulting. That's K-E-L-S-C dot consulting. And now, stay tuned for this episode's counseling because the consulting world is full of nuances and the answer is always, it depends. What's possible? Do more. Hello, I'm Kelsey Kreveling with the Consultants Council and today we're going to chat about communication formats and when to use what tool for what type of communication. So in today's day and age, there's a lot of different ways that we can communicate with each other. We can communicate in person when we're in the same place. We can pick up the phone and call someone. We can send a text message. We can send an email. We can schedule a meeting to hop on a conversation. We can also use inner team messaging applications to interact as well. And what type of format is going to be best based on the type of interaction and communication that you're trying to render? Uh, when you're in the middle of your workday, having lots of means of communication, while wonderful, can also be overwhelming. And not all forms of communication are meant for each venue. So how to know what to use each type for so that you can be successful at quickly interacting with your peers and colleagues and clients so that you get what you need, when you need it, and you're communicating professionally. So let's start with the most informal type of messaging, what we use on uh, team interactions, whether that be instant messenger through, um, you, know, you can use Microsoft Teams or some organizations use um, Jabber or there's lots of different or, um, software companies that offer messaging capabilities. Um, Slack is frequently used as well. Uh, I generally like these if you are working with a very specific team that is part of your organization and you are needing to rapidly communicate with others within your organization. The challenge with these apps is that they also though depend upon your instantaneous focus on the application. So it means you have to kind of be necessitated to be right in front of your computer all day long um, working on different things. And so while yes, it can generate rapid communication, it's generally much more casual in tone. And um, if you're not somebody who is always in front of your computer, that becomes more difficult. So really good for project teams where you are spending a lot of your time in front of your computer and you're kind of always on during the workday. However, if you're somebody who is frequently traveling, 
um, you are in client meetings, you're not able to be kind of taking those instant messages, instant messages, it can actually be very distracting uh, and can pull your focus away from the things that you're trying to work on at hand. If you're needing to consciously create materials, collateral, um, then I tend to find it actually very distracting. So um, something to keep in mind as you're dealing with those type of interactions of, A, what are the expectations of the organization that you work for? Do they have an expectation that you be online in a certain capacity? Uh, during certain times of the day, and you'd be very responsive to those kind of immediate interactions. Um, they are much more casual in nature, and as a result, I think people oftentimes tend to drop their level of professionalism on those different channels. And so that's something to just be mindful of as well, is ensuring that while it might feel a little bit more casual, you're still maintaining your sense of professional decorum, because your company that you work for can still see all of your communications and so you just want to make sure that you're continuing to uh, remain professional and appropriate and um, considerate of those that you are communicating with in that type of channel in addition those type of channels also offer options where you can mark yourself as do not disturb or out of office or away so that you're not getting constant frequent pop-ups and i definitely recommend utilizing those functions if you're going into important client meetings, et cetera, because it's uh, just as distracting as having uh, a smartwatch that's gonna be popping up with alerts all the time. And the people that you're interacting with are going to notice that you are not giving them the appropriate focus that's necessary because your focus is constantly being pulled away. And so while those applications are very beneficial for rapid communications, I generally like to tone them down or set them on silent uh, much like the notifications on my phone, uh, when you're needing to be in a focused state. So just things to think about um, as you're utilizing those in-house uh, instant messaging applications. All right, so moving on in terms of level of uh, communication and the type of um, utilization for it, text messaging. So text messaging is actually a, a regular occurrence in the business world. I use it frequently with clients and with coworkers. I find it to be extremely helpful for rapid communications when you need a response on something, but you don't need it to be instantaneous, um, but it also doesn't need to be as formal as an email communication. It can be just a couple words or it can be a quick summary or a quick recap, uh, asking questions or needing to provide quick updates. Uh, I also generally like text message communications throughout my workday because I'm always on the go. So whether it's I'm running through airports or I'm running around town to different client and vendor meetings, or I'm just needing to navigate, you know, just different commitments, I always have my phone on me, but that doesn't mean I'm always logged into one of the instant messaging apps, whether it be Slack or something else. Whereas text messages are right native in the phone and they're very easy to rapidly respond to. Uh, and so I definitely like that form of communication. Again, make sure that as you're interacting with your peers, your clients, that you are remaining um, professional in nature with your communications. And also, as with any communications, anytime you start interacting with others, make sure you're being respectful of what their boundaries are as well. So understand maybe your clients, if they're not somebody that likes to text, right? Set that expectation with them up front. Um, ask them if that's a form of communication that they like to receive or they'd rather be receiving you know, emails or phone calls. 
Um, or if you've got team members, you know, do we text with each other or do we have, you know, a different form of communication? Every team, every person is going to be different and you'll find what works best to solicit the responses that you're looking for. Um, you know, I've, I've learned through the years that you know, there's certain people that text messaging, text messaging is the only way you're going to be able to get a response from them because they're too busy to be able to answer your phone, they're constantly in meetings, they're way inundated with email communications, they're not going to get back to you in a timely manner, but if you can just quickly text them, you can get what you need. So um, that is something to start to flush out as you're interacting with others and asking what their preferences are for their communications. Um, but as always, make sure that with those communications through text messaging, you're continuing to remain professional. All right, so when to pick up the phone? I generally like to call for urgent issues. Uh, I don't like to use it just for casual communications because you're necessitating someone's actual and immediate attention. That is a distraction for most people during the workday to have to pick up the phone and stop what it is that they're doing to engage with you real time. Whereas uh, text message communications, emails, those are things that people can see and respond to once they have a chance. So I generally like to only employ it when it's something that is going to take more conversation than a quick exchange via text message or instant message um, that needs a little bit more consideration or explanation. In addition, when dealing with escalations or challenges, those are certainly things that I also like to make sure that not only am I maybe placing a phone call to notify the person that I'm interacting with, like, hey, there's something that we need to have a conversation about, but then I'm following up with an email that outlines the specifics of what maybe is occurring or that I need to have documented. I generally prefer email as the de facto form of communication that is professional, that outlines specifics, and that can be referred back to uh, and forwarded to others to showcase uh, a track record of communications or explanations or discussions. Uh, email is tough when it is needing to go back and forth rapidly because it isn't as instantaneous as instant message and someone is not necessarily just right there replying quickly. Uh, but email is really wonderful for clear documentation of those type of discussion items, different attachments of materials that you're needing to confirm and kind of solidifying something in time. So, uh, obviously this is something that will vary based on the team that you're a part of, based on the organization that you are working with, and based on the clients that you interact with and all their different uh, interpersonal you know, relationships that you're going to have. In addition, it's also going to differ based on the different time zones of people that you're working with. If you're working with teams across you know, major time zones, Text messaging likely isn't the best format if you're dealing with things that are more than like an hour or two off because you've got people operating on very different um, schedules. So if you're dealing with people in Europe or in Asia, you know, they're going to be operating on a very different schedule than you are. And as a result, then instant messages isn't going to be as flexible and easy either because they're not going to be on the other side of it. Whereas email can be a much easier form of communication. Um, Whereas, you know, if you're dealing with somebody and you're both traveling, you're both kind of all over um, the same geographic location, texting might be the main way you're able to communicate because you're not really having much time to get on the phone to talk and you're 
caught up in a lot and you're not checking emails as regularly. So these are just things to get familiar with and flesh out and feel based on the teams that you're working on and based on your own personal communication styles and preferences. But regardless of what formats you end up engaging with and employing, just make sure that amongst all of them, you're continuing to respect the boundaries and the professionalism of the clients and the organizations that you work with. And that's a wrap on this episode of the Consultants Council. Thank you so much for your interest and engagement. Let us know what you'd like to learn more about by writing in to info at theconsultantscouncil.com. Thanks to Kelsey Consulting for sponsoring this podcast and to Class Act Media for the media support. And with that, cheers and all my best. Have a great week. And remember, what's possible? Do more.